listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host Alex and today I want to talk about what you should do as a TPT seller if your sales are low, they slow or they plateau. Now this episode is valuable to every single seller, whether you have been selling one day or 10 years, whether you are earning zero dollars a day or hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars a day. This is applicable to you because you will experience one of these things at either one point in your journey or many times throughout your journey. At the beginning of this episode, I'm going to talk about what to do when sales are low. So that will be really beneficial to newer sellers. Then I'm going to talk about what happens when sales slow down, which will be beneficial to every seller. And then finally, I'm going to wrap up with talking about what to do when your sales plateau, which will be more beneficial to more seasoned sellers. But there's something for everyone. So either listen to the part that is applicable to you or listen to the whole episode because there'll be quite a few golden nuggets. Let's get started. Okay, so first I want to talk about what to do when sales are low. So this is you if you are making no money, like you have days where you make literally zero dollars, or if you're making quite small amounts of money, maybe under $50 a day or under 100. I mean, it completely depends on what is considered normal in your sort of how long you've been selling for. But basically you are considering it low. Or it might just be less money than you hear that others are making at the same point in your journey. Now, we obviously should not be comparing ourselves to other sellers. Just because you've been selling the same amount of time does not mean that you will be earning anything close to the same amount. Because seller A could be full-time teaching and seller B could be a stay-at-home mum. Seller A could, you know, be dedicating hours and hours every day. And seller B might be only dedicating like 10 minutes. There are so many variations, not to mention things like niches and things. So we can't compare ourselves to other sellers. But you know, you might have been selling a certain amount of time and you're thinking, well, I'm making nothing when I probably should be making more than this. Everyone else seems to be making a bit more than me. You might just have a vibe (laughs) that your sales are what is considered low. So this part is for you. And the first thing I suggest is to diagnose the problem. Now you can either do this yourself or you could ask the opinion of other sellers, like, you know, hop into my Facebook group the Terrific Teacherpreneur or another Facebook group or privately message other sellers that you know or have connected with. It doesn't matter how you do it. You need to diagnose the problem. You might even have a a TPT coach or someone like me that you go to, but either way, you need to figure out what is the problem. Is it your niche? Is your niche quite saturated? Or maybe it's that you don't have enough products yet. You simply only have 15 products in your store. That might be actually the problem. Is it that your products are priced too low? Your store is full of all these $1 items. Maybe you don't have any bundles yet. Definitely check out my episode on bundles. That one's a good one. Maybe your products aren't considered really very high quality at this point in your journey. Are you kind of doing all the things that you should be doing to make a really irresistible product? I have another podcast episode about how to make a high quality product. So definitely check that one out too. I'll put links in the show notes to these things. When I was first selling, my products weren't high quality and I'm quite confident and happy to admit that now that when I first started, I wasn't investing in clip art. I didn't really understand anything about graphic design. My products were a little bit ugly and that's okay. 
when I first started. I didn't know what I was doing and that's fine. And I figured it out a bit more now, but that's normal. When you first start, you might be missing a few of the key elements that make a quality product that someone wants to buy. And you might not be including answer keys and you might not be laying things out in a very enticing way. There's a lot to it. And maybe that's something that you need to kind of tweak. Maybe it's that your listings on TPT are not top notch. Like quite simply, you need to diagnose, are people not seeing my products because my SEO needs work or my covers need work? Or maybe I need to go into my product statistics and check out my conversions. Like if it's really low, I'm getting like a 1% conversion. Why is no one buying? Maybe you don't have previews. Maybe you aren't writing clear descriptions. Maybe you don't have very good thumbnails. Maybe you don't have thumbnails or previews altogether. There could be something there that needs to be diagnosed. So you need to be looking at analyzing what the problem is that could be contributing to your low sales. And I feel like this is a bit of a harsh thing to say, but there is a problem 100% because Although obviously it's true to a certain extent, when you first start on TPT, your sales are going to be low. That's completely normal. There often in every single store is something that needs to be worked on. And that and I'm talking about myself here too. And I'm talking about people who've been selling five or 10 years and making hundreds of dollars a day or thousands of dollars a week. There are people with really seemingly successful stores. They still have stuff to work on. The reality as a business owner is there is always something that we are not doing or that we are not very good at that we need to work on. Like that's just the reality. So it's not something personal to you. You're not failing miserably or anything like that. We all have stuff to work on. And so you might need to be just not saying, oh, you know, I'm doing everything I can. I don't know what the problem is. Like there is a problem. You just got to figure it out. So this is the first step is finding what is causing your low sales. Because if you don't figure that out, you don't really truly understand why your sales are low. You are never going to be able to fix it. I'm going to say that again because I think that is one of the big things you really want to take away from this episode. If you don't know why your sales are low, you're never going to be able to fix it. And if you're never going to be able to fix it, of course, you're never going to be able to make changes that will increase those sales. If you're sort of just sort of sitting there thinking, I don't understand. I don't know why I'm not making money. So you need to answer that question first and then make those changes. Now, the next tip I have for if your sales are low is you need to be making sure that you spend your time wisely. Now, I'm not going to link to a podcast episode specifically on this, but I just suggest going back to my previous episodes. I have done multiple episodes about this concept. The idea of spending your time wisely on the profitable things, not spreading yourself too thin. I talk about this a lot, but we're all guilty of it. So if your sales are quite low, you probably need to be focusing on product creation, optimizing your TPT listings, making sure everything on TPT is really great, not endless amounts of marketing. Another harsh truth for you is that there is no point marketing something that people don't want to buy. And so you spending hours of your time making Instagram posts and Facebook posts, writing blog posts, starting an email list, trying to figure out Pinterest, you're doing all these things to market and you're kind of marketing something that people don't really want to buy. And I have a good analogy that I often share with my coaching students. I say that one of the biggest things that newer sellers seem to struggle with is they spend too much time on marketing to the detriment of all their sales. What happens is I think of TPT a little bit like baking a cake. So your products and your store and all your content is like the foundation. That's like the base. That's like the actual batter that turns into an actual sponge. Like that's the actual cake. All of your marketing all of the Instagram and the TikTok and the Facebook and the Pinterest and all that stuff, that is just icing on the cake. That is just like the sprinkles. That is all the extra stuff. What happens is 
that a lot of newer sellers focus so much on the icing and the sprinkles and they just have this blob of a mess. They just don't have an actual cake and they're just throwing icing at this little blob and like wondering, why am I not making any money? It's like you haven't built your foundations yet. And this is not anyone's fault. There is a, a bit of a shift nowadays in the TPT world. You know, five, 10 years ago, there weren't really a lot of Facebook groups or Instagrams or podcasts or YouTube channels or blogs. Like there weren't a lot of courses or memberships to teach you how to do things. There weren't a lot of sellers who were teaching you stuff like the way I am on this podcast. And so a lot of sellers were also just kind of less on social media. There was a lot less people that were doing Instagram, TikTok wasn't around, things like that. So, you know, like 10 years ago, for example, most people were just making products. And so a lot of the older sellers who've been selling a long time built those foundations first by creating a store full of quality products. Nowadays, they can focus on all the sprinkles and the icing and they can do all the marketing. But what happens is a lot of newer sellers join the game. They come to TPT. They think that they're supposed to do all of this marketing and they get so sidetracked doing all of these marketing platforms. They haven't focused on the actual foundation of their business they haven't made the cake yet. They're just trying to throw icing onto a plate basically. So I know that's an odd analogy, but if you think about it, it does kind of make sense. So my main tip here is you want to be spending your time wisely and being honest with yourself. Are you spending too much time marketing when you should be creating? Finally, I do want to suggest doing a bit of investment, whether that's time or money into your business. You know, the upcoming summer months, especially if you're a full-time teacher, prioritizing your business and spending time on it if you can, focusing on creating products and stuff. And then whether you invest time or money into learning, maybe that's something like taking a course, reading business books, listening to a podcast, reading blog posts, watching YouTube videos, asking questions in a Facebook group. What I want to say though here is you want to balance that because I just mentioned in my last point about how it's easy to kind of get distracted by being told about all these things you need to do, but it's a tricky situation. Like for example, podcasts, if you listen to podcasts, they're a bit of a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you learn really valuable information that will help your business grow. But on the other hand, you might feel pressure to do things like start an Instagram account. So it is a bit tricky. You don't want to stop listening to podcasts or stop reading business books or stop learning. That would be a big mistake. You just want to make sure that you digest that information and don't feel like you have to implement everything. So in this part, I'm sort of saying, I think you should invest the time and the money into taking courses or listening to podcasts, whatever, so that you can learn what to do to be successful. And you can learn more importantly, what not to do, but don't absorb all that information from all those different places and then take on too many things that you can't handle. You want to be taking courses or listening to podcasts so that you can learn how to run a successful business, not how to throw icing on a plate. <laughs> okay, so that's my tips for if your sales are low. There are some harsh truths in there for newer sales. I really hope that it helps just on things that you should be focusing on and what you should be doing to fix the problem. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Now, next up, I want to talk about what to do when sales are slow. 
And so if you're wondering what I mean by this, this might just be a dip in sales. So you don't traditionally have low sales all the time. It's just that overall your earnings at the moment are a bit slower. You're experiencing a bit of a dip. And I want to say that it is not personal. There are so many factors outside of our control that will affect our sales in this business. Things like the summer months when teachers aren't teaching. Big world events like COVID, hello, COVID was insane. That completely skewed all my data. And other things like natural disasters. You don't know if there's going to be like literally a tornado or something that could be affecting certain people. And then there's other things as well, like teacher burnout. You know, they get towards the end of the school year and teachers feel less and less inclined to buy things. Or it will be things like holidays and celebrations, whether it's a Mother's Day on a Sunday that means people aren't buying as much as they normally do. Or of course, it's the week of Christmas, things like that. These will affect the overall traffic that TBT sees, which will trickle down to you as a seller. Because if there's less traffic on the site, there's going to be less traffic on your store, on your products, and less people that are going to be buying from you. You don't need to change anything. You do not need to take it personally. You just have to accept that there are things out of your control that will affect your sales and you don't need to do anything about it other than just try to let it go if you can. And that's something that I'm constantly working on, constantly working on not taking things personally. (laughs) So another thing I want to share is that you might want to acknowledge that it's actually not a bad thing necessarily, you you know, that teachers might not be buying for a reason. And that reason is probably a good thing, especially summer, for example, you know, it's nice for teachers to take a break from thinking about school. So sometimes that's actually a nice thing. And you also need to accept that you're in a dip, but you will see a peak soon. So there are lows and highs on TPT. It's completely normal to have months with less sales, months with more sales, days with less sales or days with more sales. And TPT is good and bad in that way. Yes, it's unpredictable and it's not consistent and that can make you go crazy. But the flip side is that there's no limit. So yes, things will go low, but they can also go crazy high. Unlike your teaching wage or any other job you have, where there is a ceiling on how much you can earn, TPT can grow and grow and grow for you. So yes, you don't have the consistency of making that certain amount of money every month like you would in a teaching job. But with a teaching job after a few years, I mean, you're just not going to earn any more money than you were a few years ago. There is a certain limit to it to a certain extent, whereas the sky is the limit with TPT. And there are literally people making millions of dollars. So there is a lot of growth potential there. So you can kind of, I guess, turn that negative into a positive and say, yes, TPT is inconsistent and it's unpredictable and I will have these low times, but I'm also going to have these really high times. That's the flip side. And that is the really cool thing as well, is there is so much potential. So when sales are slow in the upcoming months for summer, whether you're a newer or older seller, whether you've been selling for one year or 10 years, I want you to try your best to not take it personally. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is what to do when sales plateau. And so what I mean by this is when you are not seeing growth over time anymore. When you first start out, there's quite an intense growth. As you grow, your sales might even double or triple from month to month. And that does obviously slow down a little bit, but there may become a point after quite a few years of selling, where you just feel like you're not seeing any growth anymore. It really is just kind of staying the same. Now, I don't mean, I don't want you to think this applies to you just because this month you made a similar amount to last month and the same as the month before that and you start panicking. This is not really a month to month thing. This is more of a year to year thing where you're sort of seeing over a few years, 
You're like, I've been selling for quite a few years and I'm experiencing a plateau. It's not something you're really going to see in your early days on TPT. Now, just similar to the first thing I talked about when I was saying about sales being low, you do need to diagnose the problem, which will require a deep dive into your data. So I definitely suggest this wouldn't take too long, but setting aside some time to look at your data. Do you want to fix this plateau? You're going to need to figure out why it's happening and the answers are going to be hidden in the numbers. Maybe you could set aside an afternoon or a whole day or a weekend or whatever, maybe even just an hour to look at your data. You need to ask questions like, what was selling well that now isn't? What products are quite low on views, lower than they should be? Where are my products actually ranking? Are my products dropping in ranking? Were they on the first page and now they're on the 10th page? What conversions are dropping on my products? Am I seeing a decrease in traffic from certain sources? So you need to be looking at your traffic section, obviously, to see your traffic. Maybe you're getting less traffic from social media than you used to, things like that. You also need to look at your outside marketing platforms. You might spend some time looking at your open rates and your email list and your analytics on all your platforms. But mostly you want to be looking at your product statistics on TPT because that is where you see a lot of the views and the conversions and all the information. And then heading over to your dashboard and looking at this time this year to the same time last year and five years ago and that kind of thing, what products that were best-selling are now not best-selling anymore? Because that's usually what the problem is. We usually have a bunch of best-sellers that bring us most of our money and they won't always stay as best-sellers. It's actually kind of impossible for a product to continuously be a best-seller forever and ever and ever. It just might not be and that's fine. There are many reasons for that. You know, it might get more competitive and other people make similar products or it might be that people don't want that product anymore but the reality is bestsellers change and I've had products that were bestselling five years ago and they certainly aren't anymore and I've had to accept that. But you do need to diagnose that and figure out what kind of products aren't bringing you money when they should be. You do need to next analyze your involvement. This is where you need to sort of accept a little bit of responsibility here. Are you not updating your products enough? Are your old products dinosaurs, basically? Are they really, really super irrelevant? Maybe they're a bit ugly looking because you made it 10 years ago and you've never updated it. Maybe it's not the product itself that's just full of really ugly borders and clip art. Maybe it's the listings that are a bit dismal. Maybe you're missing previews and you've done some really ugly covers in the past that you've never gotten around to fixing. Maybe you've never really been getting onto the product photography video preview bandwagon or your SEO is super outdated on some of your products. I guarantee you, especially if you've been selling a long time or you have quite a few hundred products, there will be stuff in your store that needs fixing. So you have to sort of accept responsibility there that there might be some things you need to do. The next thing you might want to ask yourself, are you not adding new products anymore? Have you been really sidelined by all the marketing, which easily happens? You find yourself writing emails and being on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, when was the last time I actually made a product? You know, not saying you have to constantly churn out new products, but the next product you make could be a bestseller a year or two from now. And it would be a shame if you never got to make it because you were so distracted writing blog posts. So, you know, do consider that product creation could be a factor that you might be neglecting. And you've got to sort of analyze your behavior, you know, from five or 10 years ago to now, because if a few years ago you were constantly making these really great quality products and now you don't make products anymore, well, maybe you're not going to see that same growth because you're not doing the same things you were doing back then. Your behavior has changed and that's got to be involved. Maybe when you think about making new products, you should be tapping into new trends, you know, what teachers are currently looking for in their classrooms, um, new seasonal items, perhaps things that kind of sell like hotcakes. 
maybe you also need to start thinking about being a bit more original or unique with your newer ideas and being a bit more intentional in what you create. I'm going to create something that isn't on TPT 300,000 times already. I'm going to try and make something a little bit more original. So that might be an idea. And maybe you also could think about making bigger and juicier products, really comprehensive products that others are too lazy to make. You know, there are some products on TPT that you can kind of throw together in a couple of days or an afternoon and everybody's made those types of products. They're pretty easy. And there are some things that are like comprehensive big units or curriculums and stuff that most sellers don't have time to make. And you could be the person that makes the effort to do that and that might set you apart. So making really amazing products would probably help. And finally, this is a, another tip for sort of seasoned sellers. Are you outsourcing full stop or enough? Your time is so limited. And if you are still trying to be a solopreneur and kind of do everything on your own, there is going to become a limit to that. And what happens is being a solopreneur is totally okay when you first start your store. Say you started your store in 2013 and you were on your own, you're doing it on your own and you were fine because you were making all these awesome products. Fast forward to now, 2022, you know, you're still expected to manage the store, but you now have all of these marketing platforms you're expected to upkeep. You know, you've got this big email list, you've got a blog and a Pinterest and you're like, kind of suddenly struggling to find the time to do everything. The reality is that your business has changed over time, but have you changed the way you're doing things to match that? Have you really adapted? So if your time is limited, having a team, having other people help you will help you get things done. It will get more done and it'll help you reach more people marketing-wise. That way you can focus on creating products because you now have a social media manager that will handle all your social stuff for you. And you have someone that writes your emails or someone that helps you out of your blog. Taking things off your plate will allow you to get back into focusing on what matters. And I recently read a really good book, Essentialism, which I found really eye-opening. And the truth was that I was analyzing where I spend my time and I found that I was spending so much time on things that don't make me money and things that don't bring me joy. And now I'm starting to realize I should be hiring out the things that I'm bad at or that I hate or that don't make me money. And I can focus on the important stuff. And that's going to help my business grow so much. I guess what you don't want to be doing is just trying to, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, that's kind of what it's like with TPT. Are you doing the same thing over and over and then wondering why you're not growing? Or maybe you need to start changing things. Maybe you need to start growing and scaling your business if you want to see that success. Because TPT is getting a little bit more competitive now. And there are so many thousands and thousands of TPT sellers out there. You know, a lot of sellers I've heard say that their big time of success was in like, you know, 2018, that kind of time. Or maybe they started like 10 years ago and they were just making such amazing money just from throwing up a really basic, ugly product in like 2011. And now they're like, well what's going on? Like, Why is it so much harder now? The reality is it is more competitive and it is more saturated now. And you have to work that much harder and make that much better products if you want to kind of stand out because there's a million other people doing it. So your products have to be really good. Your marketing has to be really great. And you have to be kind of, I guess you have to work harder now. I feel a little bit harder if you want to stand out from the crowd and having a team to help you probably is one of the things that might help you do that. Anyway, I hope that all of these tips have helped. I've probably given a lot. There's kind of been a lot there. And I hope that some of those little harsh truths and those things where I'm nagging you haven't been too upsetting. I know sometimes I can be like that. I'm like, you need to be doing this. But I do care about 
everybody in my community and I really want you to see success in your business. I want you to grow. You deserve to see an increase in sales every single dang month. And I want that to happen for you. So I'm going to keep nagging you until you get there. Now I am going to wrap up this episode. I really hope though that it has given you some food for thought on ways that you can fix any earning problems that you're having, whether your sales are low, slow or plateauing. If you are a newer seller listening to this and you're in that stage where your sales are quite low and you really want your business to grow, I will put a link in the show notes to my course, The Terrific Teacherpreneur, because it has a lot of tips and tricks and tutorials and videos and there's a lot in there that will help your business thrive so you can sort of learn what you should be doing and maybe what you shouldn't be doing. So I will put that in there as well and I might actually put a link to my coaching too because if you've been selling a little bit longer you kind of know a lot more of the basics of TPT, but you just want that sort of second set of eyes to look at what you're doing and to diagnose the problem, figure out what you need to do, plan how you want to spend your time, that kind of thing. Maybe analyze some of your products, things like that. That might help too. So I'll put the link to that as well. But I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.